everybody, you're listening to Game Form Online Radio, episode 29. I got that right, right? Yeah. I want to say it's 30. Um, no. I'm pretty no. sure it's 29. I'm going to, I'm going to check. We're going to go say I'll it. Check. I'm, I'll check. I'll check for you. No, I have the close, the fastest link to my blog. It's 29, in your face. <sighs> I thought it was 40. <laughs> Why wasn't this researched beforehand? Because <laughs> uh, we don't do any oh, research. Why do we prepare? <laughs> Preparing's for chump. On the show, I don't need preparedness. <laughs> we've got a full house this week. Uh, I'm your host, as always, Michael, and with me is Jr. Hey, Matt. Hello, Dan. Hello, Elisha is back. Oh, oh, me? I thought you meant the other Elisha. Mm. And Michael Sarah. Hi. I'm still working on a movie. I'm sorry I'm making you depressed. <laughs> uh, it's a little bit of time, you know. I have to like, I have to get mad at my my crew before I can actually do anything. Speaking of getting, well, I was gonna segue from that, but I was gonna segue <laughs> into Batman for with that. Speaking of which, Batman. <laughs> yeah, that's good enough. Um, well, that's pretty much what most of us. Game Informer Online Radio. <laughs> pretty much what most of us have been playing this week. Uh, not me. Look, yeah, me neither. Spoil it for everyone. Me either. Yeah. Um, I can't. I can't get Arkham City until around Christmas because I need to get Skyrim and Skyward Sword on day one. So I need to see. Yeah. Uh, that man, exactly I need to do. Batman is sad. Batman is like number one priority after those two games, though. I think Batman might end up being better than maybe Skyrim and no, probably see, that's Skyward Sword. No, no, no. That is the reason that I uh, had to stop halfway through Game Informer's review of it because it sounds so awesome that I didn't want to just give up Skyward Sword for it. <laughs> Hey, we didn't you, talk about Skyward Sword here. You certainly Skyward. did not want to watch IGN's video review then. Yeah. <laughs> what about the Reiner and Phil? The Reiner and Phil. Well, yes. I, you wouldn't want to watch that anyways until uh, after you've played some of it. If you want to. <laughs> yeah, it kind of spoils the opening. And the opening's really cool. I made that mistake. Well, I mean, if you'd seen any of the E3, then you've pretty much seen the opening. I didn't see, like, I I tried my best not to pay attention to it, because I knew, um, since it was announced that I was going to buy it, because I mm-hmm. loved Arkham Asylum, um, so I didn't want to read any spoilers, and then, honestly, I was already sold on it, so, uh, there's not much point of watching a whole bunch of trailers, um, I have to agree, and, That's how I've and been then an I, entire year, honestly, with most of but my but then games. I watched, uh, I watched IGN's video review, and that pretty much put me into a huge Batman kick. I was I was excited as uh, as Dean on Twitter. I wanted to punch something. I was so excited. <laughs> you wanted to punch something. Is that a good thing? <laughs> yeah, I just love how I was talking about the game <laughs> on Twitter. You unfollowed me. <laughs> yes, I really didn't want to see the spoilers. 
And I think Dan might have just kind of spoiled it on Twitter anyways. But, um, yeah, Arkham City is very good. That's, mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. That's all we really had to say. All right, next segment. <laughs> that was the podcast, everyone. <laughs> good night. This is what we end on. Online radio episode 29. <laughs> not even dun, 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 dun. How far have you gotten? Uh, without spoiling too much, I just got past the Raj part. I'm in like, uh, I think Penguin's Hideout. Is that what you'd call it, or something mm. involving Mister Freeze? I'm trying not to. Yeah, so, I know what you're talking about. I know exactly where you are. <laughs> so yeah, I'm in there. I'm kind of confused the word to go though. Last time I put it down, I was like last night, I think. So I don't think I've gotten that far. If you're, without spoiling too much, if you're in Penguin's Hideout, are you in that part with a whole bunch of ice? Oh, yeah, everything's pretty much frozen. I forgot what the building was called. Uh, Museum. Yeah. At, that, at that part, just look up. <laughs> You'll understand what I'm talking about. Use your battering and look up. Okay. All right. It's a big open area, so. You guys but, um, want to go out and buy this, but I've been saving up my money to buy Battlefield 3 for like three months now. So. Buy Arkham City. Don't buy Battlefield 3. Uh, Arkham not, City uh, is better uh, Arkham than Battlefield City 3. might have to wait until... Arkham City. From what I played at Battlefield 3, I told uh, um, Ghost Big on Twitter, from what I played, uh, he said something like... Uh, Real war isn't as fun as video game war. And I told him on Twitter that uh, if you're counting Battlefield 3, video game war isn't even as fun as video game war. Because <laughs> from what I've played of that, it is really kind of boring and just kind of oh, generic. That's because, uh, from what I understand, it's because there's no vehicles. Because from what I've yeah. played of it, no vehicles means not Battlefield. Yeah, so that, a- and, uh, and it's really buggy and busted. And yeah, but three months the, ago. I, I, mean, think, I think the biggest problem with that game, and I, I'm kind of stealing this from GameScoop. Uh, I heard it on there. But um, the biggest problem with that game is that they're pushing so hard for it to come out way before Modern Warfare. And I, I'm pretty sure it's going to suffer because of that. Oh, yeah. Anything that's, you know... I mean, Battlefield Bad Company 2 was already pretty busted when it first launched. Then they had to fix that. Mm-hmm. But uh, with with Battlefield 3, just parts of that game are so messed up. And it's coming out so soon. I just... What? It's coming out... Is it coming out this Tuesday? Yep. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Oh, crap. They are... Um, I can't wait to see the reviews for that. 
Well, what I'm expecting is that the console scores are going to be a couple, mm-hmm. at least like maybe a half a point or so lower than the PC yeah, scores, maybe yeah. even a whole point or two. Just because, from what I've seen with the PC version, it is super polished. It looks it looks really really fun. Whereas the console version is kind of buggy. The textures are textures are very downgraded. Textures. Yeah, I don't know what a texture is. <laughs> That's like, uh, even uh, invaded my video games. <laughs> textures. Textures are getting too high, man. Well, you saw what Game Informer posted today. They said that you have to install an entire texture pack on the second disc of Battlefield 3 to get the high-definition quality on consoles. Really? Wow. That was very, very interesting. Because huh. I've never heard of anything like that on a console. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, that might not be a bad idea. It's not oh, that no. bad of an idea, but it's going mean, to probably take up so much that. memory. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I have like a like a 250 gigabyte hard drive, so I'm good. It's going to take at least two of those gigabytes. I can guarantee that. Oh, oh yeah. that's Oh, that's not bad at all. I mean, I was thinking a little bit higher than that. I'm, I don't want to sound stupid. But no, you're not going to carry off that joke. Not. Who am I with again? <laughs> but people, I, I'm just people? scared. People. <laughs> people lives. People. Isn't there little I... robots you can have on Battlefield? I saw <laughs> in the trailer. That would be the best mod ever. Just, well, the, one. just put Peepo in Battlefield 3. Day one purchase for me. Well, seriously, that would be amazing. The, just play in as the, Peepo. Dice, in the, uh, yes. notice. In the trailer, um, they showed a little small robot just smashing into the wall. He He's probably not as helpful as Peepo. Exactly. Oh, no. Certainly not. <laughs> Are you getting that on PC? Or console? Michael, Sarah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm getting that on console because if mm-hmm. I were to get, buy it on PC, I'd have to buy a PC that would actually work, and that'd probably cost me about forty five hundred dollars mm-hmm. to get that run it. I I want to try it on PC, but I don't oh, think. Oh my gosh, it'd be amazing. I would try it, but I would spend I could I would either spend most of the time admiring the graphics or getting killed because I can't aim with a mouse. <laughs> I'm thinking about buying it just for the Mass Effect 3. Uh, That's what I hated. When I saw that... I I heard that and I was like, damn it, I'm going to buy it now. (laughs) What? That's what they did with the original Crackdown. The reason it sold so well is because they put a um, uh, a Halo 3 beta code in it. Yeah. And the game sold like wildfire, but no one actually played it. Oh, wait, the Mass Effect 3 demo? Uh, yeah. It's a multiplayer demo, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I just heard demo, I think. If it's just a demo, then I am going to have to buy that game day one. <laughs> I think. I'm not sure. I may be wrong. I think it said multiplayer, but I could be wrong, too. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was it thinking would... multiplayer, because then I was like, okay, I really want to see what this is like, and I really need to uh, create my uh, character. I want to see what that's like, too. They would already have something like that out for Mass Effect? Apparently. Well, I mean, it's only a couple months away from release. Yeah, yeah. I don't like Comes that. Out. And the demo, dumb, the demo doesn't even come out till January either. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, then that means I got plenty of time. Awesome. Yeah. No, you had to buy it day one. 
<laughs> you had to buy it day one. You know. No, but you do have to buy the new copies. Uh, unless you pre-order it with all of the money down. Hmm. Speaking that? of which, uh, going back to Arkham City, that Catwoman DLC is uh, so wrong. Do you have to download that on 360, too? You have to download it on every console. Yeah, yeah. you had to buy the new copy of the game, uh, and then you had to input the code, be online, and download it. If you it. have the code. <laughs> yeah, if your game didn't ship with a blank piece of paper. Uh. <laughs> wow. Blank what is it exactly? I wonder well, if it's, uh, it's DLC, but it adds to the game. Like, yeah. the at the beginning, to just a minor spoiler, um... The very beginning of the game starts out with uh, you starting out as um, Batman, but if you input the Catwoman DLC and download it, it starts off with her, and uh, it's actually really cool. And then throughout the whole story, there are snippets where uh, Batman like it ends on a cliffhanger where Batman is in trouble, and then it cuts to a Catwoman part, and you're playing through Catwoman wondering what's happening to Batman. And then at the end of the Catwoman DLC, it's uh, another cliffhanger. And then you're wondering, playing as Batman, wondering what's happening to Catwoman. <laughs> and it so keeps you on edge like that. It unlocks the, the whole Catwoman part of the game? It yeah. does. And that's really stupid, and in my to, opinion. It's and actually, it's a code, like, so you have to buy it new. Yeah, yeah it's a code. You have to buy it new, and you have to be online. Ever. Uh, code, or not code, but you have to buy the DLC. Yeah, and or you have to buy ten dollar DLC, and it's but that's basically 200. just a stupider version of of online pass. pass. Yeah. yeah, it's an online pass that actually adds to the single player. It well, or it takes away from the single player if you don't have it. Exactly, that is so exactly. bizarre. Now, For what my what my problem is with it is uh, actually I'm stealing this directly from I think it was. Jim Sterling is his name. One of the uh, guys at uh, Destructoid, he he had this uh, tweet that I completely and utterly agree with. Uh, he said uh, something pertaining to uh, him not believing that developers aren't making enough money if they're already planning on new costumes for uh, Batman and Catwoman and uh, and such, and that's why they had to put the code. And that's it's really really dumb. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it wouldn't have even been that bad if it was just add-on DLC that you can play after you beat the main game or something. Yeah. But this, mm-hmm. it adds to the story and adds to the experience, which well, is... I thought that the Catwoman part was supposed to be part of the game in the first place. Yeah, that's what yeah, the Game Informer show was saying, that uh, that the whole Catwoman thing, they were advertising as completely intertwined with the game. But it turns out that it's just segmented for uh, if you buy the game new and you in- input the pass, mm-hmm. then you unlock that. It's like not even DLC, technically. It's not. That's the big problem. It's a part of the game, a part of the main game that you unlock with a code. It's not. It's not even unlocking because you would have you have to download 200 megabytes. So. I mean, if it was already on the disc and it was just like a few kilobytes, then it would that would be kind of unlocking. But, they could have had that on the disc. Yeah, easily. Uh, my, so. my 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 kind of real problem with this is 
I'm actually a I'm I'm a supporter of the online pass. I mean, if a developer wants to actually make money from used sales, mm-hmm. the game industry doesn't work like a film industry. Uh, I mean, if you go to see a movie, then you kind of go to see that movie once, and you can't rewatch that movie if you go to see in theaters again. But if you buy a game, then you can play that over again. And if you buy a game yeah. used, the developer's not making really any money off of that. Yeah. So uh, online pass, I can see what they what they're doing with that, but they're actually locking out major parts of the game on, with this. So I yeah. mean, I know it's not this is a, again kind of an unfair representation, but people who play offline won't get to play it. People yes. who buy used won't get to play it. Things like that. Yeah, Just it's sorry. really. It's not even. Uh, I understand that. I'm kind of stealing from the Game Informer show here, uh, but. I understand that the developers want to make their money, but locking out an entire game for not just people who uh, bought it used, but I said an entire game, an entire part of the game, an important part of the game for people that not just bought it used, but for people who aren't online, they could have implemented that much better. Awkward silence. Which heck, they could have just uh, implemented like some kind of in-game password system. Yeah. Mm. I think it would have made a lot of sense if instead of doing this whole online pass thing with this whole... I mean, I understand that it's not... I don't really think that it's fair to do the whole online pass thing if your game doesn't have multiplayer, which Batman Arkham City isn't necessarily a fully-fledged multiplayer Game, yeah. The only multiplayer part of it is the leaderboards. Yeah. So Speaking of like, which, games, uh, sorry to interrupt. I just want to say, Luke, if you're listening to this, I'm going to beat your scores. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to beat those scores. I'm probably going to beat all three when I get around to it. I don't even have Arkham Valley. I'll be going for achievements and everything. <laughs> so, are you going to... Uh, that makes sense that to have an online pass if your game has multiplayer because the reason that the developers want to make money off of this is because when like for instance I'm just going to use Battlefield back company too I said that they had the whole online pass with that was because they have to create space for your character on their servers and that costs them money and so in reality they're losing money with Batman Arkham City they're, they may be gaining money from them buying this DLC, but they're not having to create anything new on their servers if they have any to make space for this new character. If that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what were you going to ask me, though, Michael? I was going to. I was just going to ask if uh, what console you were getting it on. Well, oh, I, I remember that. Um, if you want to compete with us, you got to get on PlayStation 3. Yeah. Oh, never it mind. Just, I'm still confused as to why everyone is getting it on PS3. It's just... There's no reason... I mean, I'm not saying there's a reason you shouldn't. It's just that I, it, I thought most people got stuff on 360 in the first place. The reason I got it on PlayStation 3 was because uh, uh, I have a... I, my 360 doesn't have an HDMI... In, input, so... Uh, yeah, yeah. And that, well, that's a good reason. So, <laughs> so I, I really wanted to see the game in HD, which, by the way, it looks gorgeous in HD. 
Well, I was going to get on 360, then I realized that the leaderboards would not... Yeah, I wouldn't fun. be able to see most of my friends' scores if I did that, so... It's not too important, really. I know. Yeah, it's only Usually important I would the same thing, but I really want to know if I beat their scores. <laughs> we could just tell you, or lie. <laughs> which, which, by the way, you are used to Arkham Asylum's PlayStation 3 control, so... You might that's as well another, get it on That's another thing I've kind of thought about. Because I, I played Arkham Asylum on 360, and I, I it took me about an hour to get used to the controls for PlayStation 3. Because I, I think about it, I might just get it on PS3 anyway. But, um... That's the same for me. I had it on... Or I played Arkham Asylum on 360, and it's kind of awkward on PS3 a little bit. Yeah, it's mostly the crouch button because uh, you have to use the triggers, and it feels it feels more comfortable on 360. But uh, eventually, you just get used to it with the PlayStation 3. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. definitely not a fan of PS3's uh, DualShock 3 controllers. I feel like some of some components of that controller work really well, and then other parts really don't, like the, like the, the sticks. I feel like the rules. I know. So, I know. I love the DualShock controller, but a lot of that is probably because of uh, that's the controller I grew up with was the DualShock on PlayStation Two. So, well, they kind I know of you can. I just consider it the standard I, controller that I just consider it the standard controller that all others should should use as like blueprints. Which um, really. my main problems with the PlayStation Three controller are uh, are the lightness. Which uh, it's not it's not so bad, and then the triggers. <laughs> Wait, the lightness isn't that a good thing? I uh, just uh, it's just too light. <laughs> I mean, I've never heard lightness as much as heavier is usually just, worse. <laughs> maybe size is what I meant. Uh, yeah, I have big hands, size. and it, it takes over the whole controller, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, I they could use a little bit up the size a little bit. Maybe PS4. I, I like PlayStation. <laughs> I my hope they don't the for PlayStation 4, they're gonna bring that that banana controller. <laughs> like <laughs> the boomerang. I mean, not the banana. The boomerang. Yeah, that's what I, I corrected myself. Boomerang. A banana controller would be weird. That would be amazing, actually. You can eat it and you can game with it. What the heck? <laughs> would it be a? But wait. But then you, you would, would either have to eat it and then not have a banana. And then have a pill for a um, controller, or it'll rot in your hands. No, no, you see, they're mastering the technology of cloning these days. Immediately after eating it, another controller just respawns back in your hands. It's amazing. But what about the pill? You can't... uh... That's how it respawns. So the pill closes, (laughs) you could zip up the pill, and a banana (laughs) respawns inside? What did you think would happen? <laughs> I like this idea. Seriously, we need to get Sony on this. <clears throat> Organic oh, colors. Yeah. But um. In all seriousness, I hope they that's, never change that's anything what about you're the dual shock. Michael, about having big hands. I have a friend named um, Tom, and he's got just about the biggest hands I've ever seen. Like his index finger. Tom, the MySpace guy? No, not Tom Anderson. <laughs> not Tom Anderson, wrong Tom. 
his index finger's got to be like three or four inches long. And so he often tells me about how much he sucks at video games. So then one day I go over to his house and I realize that the reason that he sucks at video games is because the controller he has is like just so like awkward in his huge hands, like it's teeny tiny compared to his hands. So he's like trying to like figure out how to configure his hands right so that he can actually play the game. But he just can't quite get it there. And so I'm like, there's your problem, Tom. And then I show him like that I can use it regularly. Like, maybe I shouldn't be playing video games then. I'm like, probably. Do you want to segue it, Michael? Uh, Batman. <laughs> Batman. It should Batman. just be the segue for everything. Batman is the new segue for everything. I'll yeah. Say Batman, then go to a different uh-huh. topic. That's pretty much what I've been doing all week. Everyone on Twitter actually has been doing that all week. Just ending their sentences with Batman. I'm original. <laughs> you should see my comments on PSN. But, uh... It says the same thing. Mine says Occupy Arkham City. <laughs> mine says Batman. That is all. But, uh... Other than Batman... Batman! We're stealing that from Robot in the Corner. We should stop. We're going to get sued for stealing Batman from Robot in the Corner. sued by Dean. Batman. Was that what they're doing on their podcast? Yeah. They, Screaming Batman. That's like their catchphrase now. Um, then let's yell Robin. <laughs> okay. Robin. Or Nightwing, because that's the DLC coming out next month. But other than Batman, uh, I picked up the new Professor Layton. Oh, I'm jealous. Forever alone, because you're the only one that bought it. I want to get it. I thought it was on 3DS, which is why I didn't go to get it. Uh. No, that's the fifth one. That comes out next year. I kind of lost track at this point. Well, here's the thing. It is so... They do it so weird. Okay, the... uh, Curious Village, Diabolical Box, and uh, the last time, the I think it's the last time travel. Last time travel. That is uh, really the unwound future. <laughs> yes, the unwound future. The last time travel. Okay. That's the Japanese name. The uh, last time travel. That is poorly translated. Um, you're right. It is the unwound future. Those three are a trilogy. Uh, the new games. Um. The Last Spectre and Mask of Miracle. Those are uh, those are part of a three-part trilogy. The third one hasn't been announced yet. Uh, and the first, the Last Spectre is, and this trilogy is a prequel. Our prequels to the first trilogy that came out. Hmm. So uh, in the Last Spectre, you find out how Leighton met Luke and uh, all that. So they're pulling a Star Wars on us. Yeah, actually, <laughs> they are. There wasn't like a thirty-year time period where like they didn't. <laughs> that and so far, Last Spectre doesn't suck. Somehow CGI <laughs> just. Which one sucked? But uh, <laughs> you just completely ignored that. <laughs> I didn't think any of them sucked. I played all three of the first trilogy, I guess you could call it, and I enjoyed them. The original trilogy. The original. Let's just trilogy. call it that. Oh God! Um, <laughs> but yeah, the the first three Professor Layton games were really good. 
which actually going back, the way they uh, enhance the games just barely, uh, but they polished them, and when you go back to the first game, it is really hard to play just because of how unpolished it is. It's not hard to play. It's just confusing because in the sequels, they added the fact where uh, people you just talk to have little lines on their head when you click them, and then people with puzzles have the exclamation points. But uh, in the first game, they don't do that. So you always wonder if you're getting a puzzle or if you're just talking to someone. Yeah. (laughs) I have the first one, and I'm probably not very far in it. But, uh... You should beat I'm it. After the I don't know. mansion incident or something. Compared to all I the think... other games I need to get around to, Layton is not very high. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Layton has like uh, Layton was one of my first DS games, so yeah. that sort of holds that sort of special place for me. Like I definitely need to go out and get this new one, but a funny story is that you know how you can there's like the the mystery door where you can get like a bunch of like extra content and stuff. Oh yeah, when you input the code that you get with yeah. the sequel. So I got uh, the Curious Village, and I was like, yeah, I'm totally gonna save this booklet. And then my DS with the game and it got stolen. Ah. Uh-huh. Oh. Well, the so thing I- behind the the mysterious door isn't even that cool. It's just mostly concept art and a couple of puzzles. Yeah, I, I know, but it's still cool to say, yeah, I, I saved my game until I got the mystery door, you know? And that yeah. was sort of my, my eight-year-old self was like, I need to do this. <laughs> and so then, um, like, I got Diabolical Box. I was like, yeah, I need to save the code for this one. Then I lost it. Don't know where it went. Probably went in the sofa somewhere. So now I'm saving um, Unbound Future for the new one that just is getting ready to come out. So or just the, uh, the 3DS one. Yeah, that's not. That's not probably. That's probably not coming out till next year. That's fine. Oh yeah. One, it's next year. One thing uh, kind of shocked me. The last Spectre came out later than the other ones. That's really odd in my and much later, not just a little bit later, but usually the latent games released in like September, and mm-hmm. Last Spectre released in October. That's just kind of weird. In the middle of October, mm. just a little strange to me. But then again, this game is a lot bigger. It's got a hundred-hour RPG built into it. Wow. So, uh, well, these. These already released in Japan, so... Yeah, they're they just were, translating they just, them. They just, yeah, they didn't get around to it, really. Which, they could have gone, you know, done it quicker, but I'm sure. Which the sad part is, we're not getting Mask of Miracle till next year. Uh, yeah. I believe it's already in Japan. Yeah, it, can, it launched so, with the 3DS in Japan. Um, uh, all those jerks. We're probably not getting it till next year. But then we might have to wait, like two years for the next game. Oh, no. You're going to get uh, Phoenix Wright and Versus. Uh, oh, yeah. I can't wait for that. That's going to be awesome. That does I want to play the Ace Attorney. I really want to play those. Have you played them? Anybody here? Uh, I haven't. No, I want to. Mm. All right, like then. more than Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> which he also loves. So the game that I probably put the most time into on the DS is probably the re-release for Chrono Trigger. 
I probably put about 120 hours into that game. Oh my god, yeah, I've been the DS version of Chrono Trigger for so long. I think I only put 10 hours in it, and I'm at the last boss, and I can't Dude, beat play him. it. Just, so. just beat it. Just yeah. stop Wait. fucking now. Go get your DS. What do you mean? Like, he kills me in one turn. The last boss. You got, to, you got to the last boss in a JRPG in 10 hours? How did you do that? Uh, it could be long. I'm going oh, to boot it up now, just to tell you. I bet you're not at the last boss. I bet, it's a, I bet you're just... Ten hours is like a quarter no, of a JRPG. I'm not confused because unless there's extra stuff I can't do, which there's supposed to be for like each member of the team, like something a special mission, but I can't get to them. I'm a little confused. To the, to the hidden acclaimed uh, producers room one time. Did you believe that at all? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> In that game, like if you finished it, like, if you did a certain secret ending, you could get a um, you could get into a room mm-hmm. with all of the like the developers and stuff. Oh and yeah. Game that took a while, but I finally got to that, and that was really cool. That's a great ending. I I just I love Chrono Trigger because you can go back and you can pretty much play it at any time and pretty yep. and get a different ending almost every time you play because every every different time period you get an uh you finish the game in you get a different ending so. In the yeah. original game, there's 12 endings, which means a lot of different choices for you. Okay, I'm 19 hours in it, according okay, to Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Each person's in the 40s. But wait, how long is the game? It's actually one of the shorter JRPGs. So. I don't know, I put a lot more time than 19 hours into it on my first playthrough. I must have sucked or something. I spent a long time in it, maybe even just listening to the music, because I love the music in that game. Oh, the music in that game is awesome. I still, I still think Kingdom Hearts 2 has the best soundtrack in gaming. 18-bit? Um, no. Even or 16, I mean. To like well, uh, it wasn't technically out uh, in the 16-bit era, so... Yeah. So, bam! <laughs> Argument invalid. Well, I didn't know. Uh, he's the best 16-bit soundtrack there is. Um, although I love the <laughs> Kingdom Hearts soundtrack, I, I don't think I can call it my favorite. Personally, I think the best 16-bit soundtrack is uh, Donkey Kong Country. Oh, I love Donkey Kong Country. That's. I don't think Into the Past is also 16-bit soundtracks, uh, really. We definitely cannot forget any of the Legend of Zelda or Mario games. That, this is true, but that, that's kind of assumed that you can't forget them, because those are, I mean, Zelda and Mario. Yeah. Yeah. We've got extremely high production values on those. Which, here's a, here's a little shame of mine. I've played pretty much every Mar- legit Mario platformer, but I never played that much Super Mario World. What? 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 Absolutely not. You just um, you just committed a crime. <laughs> Not playing Super Mario. I might as well have just murdered Mario. Yeah, you did. You you may as well have just pissed on Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a crime apparently. My first <laughs> game I ever got was for my game was for the Game Boy Advance. I got uh Super Mario Brothers three and I was on the very last castle, and my friend deleted my game. Oh my goodness, I hate friends who do that. Those are not your friends. This is why we can't have nice things. 
One of my friends <laughs> like, so yeah, that he stole my Pokemon Sapphire. I had a level 100. Uh, I, I leveled it up so much, so much. I just focused on leveling up this one uh, Blaziken. I think that was, yeah, that was the name of it. I spent so much time leveling it up to 100, and my friend stole it. Ugh. That sucks. That's, dude, I have a, oh, it was Pokemon Ruby for me. Uh, I was stuck at one part. I was trying to catch Groudon. Some dude told me to catch a certain Pokemon to get to him. I didn't know what he was talking about, so I let him borrow it and do it for me. Oh, he no. stole it and never gave it back. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. I, I actually got both my Sapphire and my Ruby stolen from me. <laughs> Two different people. Dude. That's <laughs> awful. Pokemon hates me. <laughs> Pokemon. Today, Gotta get you. That's so true. Okay, okay, not doing that. Today, my AP um, geography class, we actually <laughs> played the Pokemon theme song from my computer, and we just listened to it on YouTube for like 20 minutes. Oh, that's awesome. Speaking of and Pokemon, Batman. <laughs> Speaking of Pokemon, Batman. <laughs> you were supposed Batman. to say Robin. Robin. Yeah, Robin. Robin. Podcast. Now we got stowed over. You'll have to edit that out and put Robin, like some. some Is Batman Dan still here? Robin. He said on Twitter that he just got kicked from Skype. Um, no one kicked him. I don't think no, wait, it's just not online currently. Uh, hmm. Well, anyway. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like forget about him. Um, He's going to hate us. Uh, speaking of I Pokemon, got, Batman, uh, I got kind Robin. I got too, but... Uh, uh, did you guys hear that they registered the note donate domain for Pokemon Gray? Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, That's I heard the that. the worst name ever. I look. I knew. I was ninety nine percent certain. Oh, that it was Everybody gonna knew this was going to happen when but they announced black and white. Happened. But see, <laughs> the title yeah. there just made me crap. I'm up. just so disappointed in Nintendo right now. <laughs> Why didn't they name it like Pokemon Zebra? Yeah. Twilight. Pokemon Twilight. Okay. That shouldn't have made me laugh. A fitting name. <laughs> Yeah, black and white, you know. The worst white. name that I've heard, the worst alternate name I've heard is Pokemon Color. Really? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? Who said that? Apparently that's a better name than Gray. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> that is not a better name than Gray. <laughs> the Game Boy one. That would be... Pokemon. That would that, be... Nintendo showing a proof of concept that they can actually make a uh, Pokemon game in color for the... This, this would be like a Game Boy yeah. Color game. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. We're going back to the Game Boy Color, Pokemon Color. <laughs> it just comes out on the Game Boy Color. With the Game Boy Color, uh, every edition, you can sync it up to your uh, DS um, through this new technology called uh, Imagination. But you had to pay an online pass to do so. <laughs> you, you have to have an online pass. You're connected to Nintendo servers to play the game. Oh. <laughs> uh. And they are down. We shouldn't work at Nintendo. <laughs> no, we shouldn't. I've always wondered what it would be like if Nintendo like had like five fans come in, like write the story of one of their games. Oh like, my goodness! One. I was thinking, you know, that could either turn out really, really good, or that could turn out really, really, really bad. Well, I mean, if one of their fans was Drew Carpishin, that might work out well. Well, I guess. 
They need to get Robin Williams in for a Zelda game. They do. I mean, the guy needs to be a character. Daughter after Princess Zelda. That Heck, he, with his beard, he already looks like the king of Hyrule. I was just about to say he should be the king of Hyrule. <laughs> Make this happen. Or heck, he could just be a genie. Well, no, it would fit even more for the king of Hyrule because then it would be Princess Zelda. Oh yes, we should work at Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> like his daughter would be Zelda, so. <laughs> We already added more story to Zelda <laughs> than there already is. Yeah, but this sounds more like a parody. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> no, he should be in the Zelda movie. Robin Williams is the king. His daughter, who I don't even know is an actor, is Zelda. Um, like a just... fan movie made off of Legend of Zelda, and then Nintendo shut it down after they released it. Like Wait, you know what they should do? This is completely unrelated, but you know what they should do? They should what? They should give Link a voice and have Nolan North play him. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, he can play random little girls. No, 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 no. Going back to Batman, uh, you cannot walk. You cannot walk five feet in that game without hearing Nolan North's voice. <laughs> he is everyone. In Batman? I Yes. I'm pretty sure uh, he plays the actors playing the characters. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Nolan North plays Mark Hamill playing the Joker. I'm pretty sure Nolan North I plays the <laughs> But he, he plays the Penguin and every other henchman. <laughs> he is every everywhere in that game. Mm-hmm. He's even better. Either, either that or they got a whole bunch of people that sound just like Nolan North. I don't mind that I don't mind that he does voice work because he has shown that he can sound like not himself. No. But, it's but everybody annoying. wants it. It's annoying when you get into a game and you hear his voice. Like when I played Halo Three for the first time, it was just a few minutes until I heard a soldier speak and it was Nolan North. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Which the sad That's part is he can he can change his thing starring Nolan North. <laughs> before any title screen, before anything else, just starring Nolan North. Warning, starring Nolan North. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Exactly. But no, he can mask his voice because in Ratchet exactly. and Clank, I don't mind. Uh, in Ratchet that. and Clank, I mean, he's Sigmund, and it, listen to his penguin. He sounds fantastic as the penguin. You can barely understand that it's Nolan North, but. A lot of people just ask him to do the Nathan Drake Uncharted voice, Ugh. and that's so I annoying. Hate, I hate his normal voice unless it's in Uncharted as Nathan Drake. That's you the hate? only time that he is allowed to use his normal voice in well, game. Even for Assassin's Creed? Nathan Drake, he is not allowed to speak. <laughs> <laughs> you guys well, I guess he'd be perfect as Link. In, uh, Uncharted 3? They had him come... They had, um... Harrison Ford come in and play. Uh, oh yeah, I saw that video. Yeah, I, I thought that was really cool. That kind of like made me smile a little bit. Yeah, I like how impressed he was of it. Oh yeah, I I thought that was interesting that he was actually able to understand as old as he is what was going well, on. Well, he's Harrison Ford, dude. Give him Harrison some credit. Harrison Ford, man, don't underestimate him. 
but you got us off topic randomly when we were having fun with this topic, which is a big no-no in the show. <laughs> big no-no. But, dude, uh. Nolan, I'm pretty sure Nolan North plays at least one of the women in this game. He in Batman. <laughs> he you should play my dog. He's just everybody. That would be great if he did. He needs to play a dog. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's done that. Oh. He's probably That's done that. <laughs> this is like The Simpsons. They done it. Um, they did it. Simpsons did it first. Overblood remake. Yep. <laughs> um. Speaking of Batman, Batman voice oh. acting. Uh. Say Robin. What Batman? Robin. You mean Pokemon? <laughs> um, or Nightwing. The Arkham City uh, voice acting is fantastic. Oh, we're talking about this again. I'll just uh, <laughs> step out of the room. Alrighty. I can't talk I don't care. about this. Uh, they talk. There is people in it who have done voice work. Yes. <laughs> I was just gonna give the voice actors credit, jerk. I can't say anything. That's that's the, the go ahead now. Well, that's good. The, Don't talk. No one wants to hear you. <laughs> well, we all know Mark Hamill's great. So. Okay, you're getting kicked. I think I'm glad we do this over Skype because if we were all in a room together, it would just devolve into punching each other. It would, no, it would just devolve into punching me every time. <laughs> <laughs> just end the Will show. Everybody walks by Elijah, Elijah and punches him in the face. <laughs> Just like Dan record. That would actually be pretty funny. <clears throat> but okay, uh, we're making a lot like shit. The Dan record. No, is that Dan? what's gonna happen? Oh, That's fair. I don't know. He doesn't really fit Dan. I like to think of myself as a Tim. I think Mike. No, you're not. You're not as likable as Tim. So who's the jerk then? <laughs> you get to like Sonic in uh, trans. It was the jerk Joe Juba. Um, Is it me? I'm gonna say him, right? No, Michael. Michael's Dan. What? You said <laughs> Elisha was Dan. No, that doesn't fit. Can Matt I be Dan? said that Elisha was Dan. I don't want to be Dan. I'm saying that you're. I want to be Dan. I'm Dan. <laughs> yeah, he's Let Dan be Dan. Dan. <laughs> no, you're perfect. I mean, we make fun of you all the time. Thank you. I feel so loved. <laughs> well, we don't make fun of fun of you in front of you. We we do it behind your back. Don't worry. You have the strange affection. You do it over Skype where you can't Waluigi. see your faces. Oh yeah, we can type me- messages and he can't see it. Oh um, yeah, we should totally cut that. Just let Dan be Dan. <laughs> it's no fun when he when he can't see it though. Uh, we can mention about it though. <laughs> is somebody crying? This is great radio, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, radio is based entirely on text. What? Yep. <laughs> can you hear it? Uh, <laughs> uh, here, I will do a reading of this. Uh, I said, oh, 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 "Oh, I am insulting Mary," and then Matt said, "Wah!" And then uh, Jake said, uh, man, that Michael guy is so annoying. And then I said, all according to plan. <laughs> what are you, W. Ray now? 
W-Ray? Oh, W-Ray oh 601. Okay. He's like... I, I just oh, call yeah. him Wal-Ray. I that dude. Or, I yeah, Wal-Ray. I don't know who he actually better. is, but whoever it is, he's the best troll ever. I don't think anybody knows who he is. This dude, whoever <laughs> he is, Cam. is a great master, master of disguise. It was Cam. I want to say... Was it really? It was Cam. What? Was he it? admitted to it. He, no, huh. he shouldn't have admitted to it if it, it was him. Yeah, he's... What? jr has got a great. point. He shouldn't have admitted to it. Now I have less respect for him because I don't like Cam. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like her. That's mean. Uh, her. That's more mean than me saying it's a guy. That's more mean than me saying I don't like him. Like Seaman. What about you? <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Non-sequitur, Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that was what more of an unsecured. Uh, I just realized I'm Ben. <laughs> this is a segue. <laughs> Doodly-doo. Old-timey old man. Old-timey <laughs> old man. Waka waka, get off my lawn. Which shouldn't it be waka waka, get off my lawn? <laughs> I actually, I'm really kind of uninterested in the Galarian Super Replay. I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. They're trying to recapture the glory of the Overblood Replay. Well, okay, yeah. not going to. Sure, but it's so I'm great. So. I just, I, it, it it's just funny. me. <laughs> it's funny, but it's just kind of, it's just a little boring in my opinion. It's why I hate Survivor. I think the later episodes get better. Oh, yeah, they got way better. Once they, I'm not going to spoil anything for those of you who haven't seen it, but once they made it past, uh, once they made it past the house, it oh, got yeah. much stage B. Oh, yeah. That was great. Stage B. <laughs> okay, so I, I actually stopped watching at the part where they got to the next place, so uh, I, I guess oh, I should just keep watching. Wait, you stopped watching right mm-hmm. after they got to the, right after they finished the house? Yeah, yeah. That oh, is the oh, best part. Watching. Right after, right after uh, the part where they got to the house, that is the best part. Yeah, it's the game just totally becomes an entirely different game. I liked it when they got to the house uh, stage. I really remember that episode before I stopped watching it was the fact that he walks into a door, turns around slowly, and walks back out. <laughs> he does that, does that in every room. Man. And they just got a new ability, too, last time. All right. What was uh, the I'll start what? I'll start watching it again, I guess. I'll try to finish it. It's just it's replay. They're going to mention it no matter what. How many episodes in are they? Like six? Uh, no, six? No. I think it's more than six. No. No. Uh, maybe. Six. No, I think this Sunday, seven. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe you're right. The Zelda replay was awesome, though. Oh, yeah, there's gotta replay. I watched all of that, and that was fun throughout. Especially when You're Ben right. was on, and he had his noir story. Oh my gosh, his noir story. <laughs> that was the best. Like a cold <laughs> slap of rain. And, and then also, they named the dog Indiana. And then called the dog. He did a new phrase, spits and burts. Spits and bursts. No, burts. Bert, I said that. Uh, I just messed up the mispronunciation. <laughs> that was great. The game itself is boring me, honestly. It's not. It's, it's not boring. It's frustrating as heck, but it's not boring. 
No, yeah. it's, it's survival. Like at least not if you have it. It's just the same thing over and over and over. Yeah. Have, you, have you, you played know. a video game before, Matt? Because that's kind of what they are. <laughs> Wait, what's a video game? Uh, well, you see, um, the first part is called video. Now, you see things on the screen, and they're corresponding with what's happening. Now, the game part corresponds with the fact that you can control what's going on. I know, this is... This is some crazy technology, but what we can do is we can synchronize your actions with what's going Sounds on. Sounds stupid. I don't care. <laughs> By the way, you too long didn't read. <laughs> too long didn't read. I don't need that. <laughs> uh, but uh, halfway through the Zelda replay, it, remi- it kind of reminded me of this podcast. Well, yeah, because cause it, was just, it ran out of topics. It was just yeah. Nothing was on topic. <laughs> I like the part with Joe though. That's the last episode. <laughs> yeah, I thought Joe. I thought Joe's part was hilarious. Uh, um, Joe and Ben. That's because they're not actually talking. Team Joe all the way. No, team Joe. No, 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 no. Dan. Joe. Joe. I'm on Team Ben. Joe. If there is a Team Ben, I might be on that one, but I still. I might be on that one. That's like the. That's the uh, Peace Corps. <laughs> Neutral, don't want to pick sides. <laughs> oh, uh, also, uh, for those of you who haven't uh, watched it, like, well, we've kind of already spoiled some stuff, but uh, I who guess cares? I can continue that, then. Um, the the animation they made for Ben Reed's Bizarre Detective. Yes, that was great. That was brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. I'm assuming Ben Hansen did that. He is awesome. Yeah, I think. What's going on? Uh, that noir animation at the end of the Zelda replay. My okay, so I haven't seen sure it. It is great. Got, but all the music was from Grim Fandango. That was, that just made my day. Um, I was just really shocked. Yeah, and you played Grim Fandango. Mm, I, I never played it. Yep, yep, you are all <laughs> going to, uh, you are all going to play it right now because I said so and because it was made by Double Fine. Nope. I know that. Maybe the double fine part. Uh, the half of but the you telling me to play it makes me want to play it less. Because I don't want to listen to you. Well, okay. <laughs> well, I'm not listening to you, poopy face. <laughs> Doo-doo head. One thing I do like about... Your mother was a hamster. Joe. So when does <laughs> the start? Your mother was a hamster and your father smells the elderberry. Now go away before I thump you a second butt. Uh... You play ball like a girl. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to say the next one that comes after that, because not, no. Okay, um, wait, what did I, what did I eventually get to? Oh, um, you explosive diarrhea of an elephant. <laughs> Dude, there was, there's actually a bot that retweeted that. <laughs> I saw that. Why would you do that? It was the diarrhea bot. <laughs> I actually have a diarrhea bot. Oh, How many people are following it? Are you serious? Uh, at least had a couple hundred. <laughs> Great. There's some dumb stuff on Twitter. I, I follow a dubstep sw- song on Twitter. Wow, <laughs> song. Dumpstep song. That's the name. It just tweets. It's so stupid that it's hilarious. 
Yeah, you're following it. <laughs> follow Nike at, at my school right now. Of course I don't. Really popular, and I'm I'm not quite sure what the whole thing is. Everyone just goes around screaming, "Yes! Oh my God!" And I'm like, "What's the big deal, you guys?" Uh, hmm. There isn't. Um, can we can we not talk about dubstep? I don't, I don't really have anything to say about it. It's just it's dubstep. Unless unless uh unless it pertains to video games dubstep, then I don't really have anything to say about it. So speaking of dubstep, let's talk more dubstep. <laughs> Batman dubstep. Yep. So Batman dubstep. I wonder if there is Batman dubstep. There, no, there is somewhere. Dubstep. <laughs> they have mudkip dubstep. This is the internet. Someone out there has probably made Batman dubstep. And I'm looking for it. <laughs> what? Um, it hasn't Batman dubstep reboss right here. <laughs> Someone has uh Dan, you gotta edit this in. The Batman dubstep. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if someone made like a Danny Elfman dubstep. Oh my goodness. I will high five them in person. I will find them and I will give them a high five. So will I. I will find them. I will hunt you down and give you a high five. <laughs> It almost sounds like a threat. <laughs> I, will I will hunt you so down, much. stomp your face in, and rip out your five. eyeballs, and then give you a high five. <laughs> because you made dubstep, I'm going to have to gouge your eyeballs out. But you made a Danny Elfman <laughs> dubstep, so high five. Uh, this show is so uh, stupid. Pokemon! <laughs> that's, our, that's our new catchphrase. Just screaming Pokemon. And now I don't think any of us are... This is the sing-along segment of the podcast, so uh, today we're going to be singing the Pokemon theme song, so if you've heard of it, sing along. (laughs) Nah. No silence. (laughs) No, really? You can. No thanks. Um, I just found the Danny Elfman dubstep. I knew it. I freaking knew it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, just uh, something kind of random. There's a. Uh, have, has anyone ever seen the movie Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes. Oh yes. no, I. Uh, I believe I have once. Um. There is a remix of him saying, put that cookie down. (laughs) Put that cookie down. (laughs) There's just nothing to say, just... (laughs) It goes goes like, put that cookie down. Put that cookie down. Put that cookie down. Put it down now. This is mildly pertaining to what uh, Emery just said, but uh, I found a... uh, uh, I found a metal band that only does songs that are uh, Arnold quotes, and uh, their what? their first album it was called Austrian Death Machine. <laughs> uh, what, uh, uh, get to the Chapa, things like that. Yeah, I'm gonna go look them up on iTunes right now. Look up Austrian Death Machine. Do they only use Do they only use the action movie ones, or do they use stuff? Just Arnold quotes in general. So, do they have a song called "Put That Cookie Down"? I hope they do. <laughs> I don't know. I I haven't listened to the full album yet. A very little. <laughs> I wonder why. What's the album called? Uh, it's called Austrian Death Machine. 
Yeah, yeah there's album before. Double Brutal, Total Brutal, and a Very Brutal Christmas EP. <laughs> That's what I have. And the most popular song is Get Through the Choppa. Yep. Which is from Total Brutal. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna do something that will probably fail. I'm gonna try and bring video games back into this. Um, what? No. <laughs> no. This isn't about video games. Why? This Why? actually is the episode that's, 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 that's mostly that's about video games. Um. Really, though, I can't remember if I talked about playing and beating Portal Two last time. Uh, no, I don't think you did. Well, you should have bought that day one. Yeah. You didn't have really Portal good. 2. Really you didn't have Portal that. 2 on the last show, actually, so. <clears throat> but how did you like it? Yeah, I loved it. That was probably... The Game best, of the year? Some of the best storytelling in games. Now, I've, I got I got to ask the question. Did you like it better than Portal 1? Yes, but in terms of just pure comedy, no. Okay, because... I I personally cannot say that Portal 2 was better than Portal 1, even though I absolutely loved Portal 2. Portal 1 was just such a perfect game. I I can't say that Portal 2 is better. Although, again, I love too short. Portal 1... I, I think Portal 2 is better, not, not just from a writing standpoint, but from... Because I think the writing is fantastic, and it's a lot more diverse. Um, you also have other characters... Uh, <clears throat> and with Portal 2, you have other characters, uh, bigger moments, and diverse yeah, environment, diverse diversity, and just overall, it felt more like a story instead of just Portal yeah. 2 is mostly you going through a test chamber and then someone making fun of you while you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, was good the for thing, a comedy. The thing game. I loved about Portal One was just the 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 combination of story and gameplay, they weave the story into the game so well that it wouldn't have, it doesn't work in any other context. It, that is a story that yeah. only works in a game. Whereas, yeah. uh, like, I just, I loved the original Portal so much. The writing yeah. was top-notch. The way that the game taught you how to play, it wasn't, the game wasn't, uh, the first part of the game wasn't a tutorial. It was just, it gave you what you it gave you these tools and then said go use them in every single part of the game. I just thought that they did everything so well in the original Portal that nothing can beat it except Portal 2's lack. I mean, that, that I'll agree with that. Us with Portal 2, they gave us more. Not Portal. to mention, the thing is though, in terms of in terms uh, of storytelling, I thought Portal 2 did better. I, yeah, Portal 2 had a much better story. I can't agree with that. And story, when, storytelling, when though. Like, the story is obviously better than Portal 1, but storytelling uh, was better, in my opinion. <laughs> the story in Portal 1 was basically, like the way they told, like, get to the end of this, No. and there will be cake. No. Yeah, cake. I mean, the way they, oh, okay, all right. get to the chopper, uh, I mean, and there really, will be cake. Had to bring up the cake didn't. <laughs> when it really comes down to it, they didn't really change much in terms of, like, the way they told the story in Portal 2, but the story was better in Portal 2. I, no, I can't agree with that. I, Why not? There was almost no story to Portal 1. No, there was a story. It told it told a complete and full story within this short little game. It was about... It told you about the entire facility. It told you about GLaDOS. It told you about all those things in short little dialogue, which I thought was... It was kind of mind-blowing for me that they could well, do all of that in just such a short game. <laughs> 
yes, but it also rate Portal Two answered like what Gladys was. Yes, but that just and, means that it's a continuation. That doesn't mean that the story. Okay, was, I'm not. I'm not saying that Portal Two could have happened without Portal One. Portal One was necessary. Uh, oh yeah, well yeah, that, of that's course. Good, but, but Portal Two was better. Yes, I, but I, I think that. Portal Portal had uh, more consistency. Throughout the whole game, there was never really a part that got boring or a uh, really epic part. It was all as uh, completely epic the whole throughout the whole way. Um, in Portal Two, that the part where you're in the the only way I can explain it, the Cave Johnson part. Oh my! God. The dialogue was funny there, but and some of the puzzles were fun. But a lot of the puzzles weren't even puzzles. They were just shoot this thing, go through a portal, and then walk. It was really just to show you the how how good they made the game look. But, okay, uh, I'm just going to ask the question. How many of you are saying that Portal 2 had better storytelling because of Cave Johnson? I am. Not because of Cave Johnson. Um, well, not because of Cave Johnson. Uh, I really don't like Portal 2 because of its storytelling, mainly because of the comedy... And possibly the storytelling. And I think that the interaction between you as the player and the other, and like with GLaDOS specifically, was probably my favorite part of the game. And how your relationship oh. changes so much yeah. from Portal 1 yeah. to halfway through Portal 2, where you become allies and you see this different side of her. I thought that that was my favorite You're... part. Okay. I, I actually kind of had a problem with that. It just seemed it seemed very out of character for GLaDOS. Even though they explained it, it seemed really, really out of character for GLaDOS to be helping you, even if she is kind of chastising you. No, I felt no. like, even when I was bringing GLaDOS with me, I felt like that everyone should be insulting me, because that's where I got most of my fun in Portal 1 and Portal 2, when people were insulting my character. Not when well, they were that just means oh, you God, have really low self-esteem. <laughs> no, I mean, but that, no. Okay, the yeah, situation but Gladys was in explains exactly why you were teaming up because she didn't have a choice. I she know, was a I, she was I, a potato. What else would she do? Potato. Oh, like even though you two were teamed up, I felt like she should be staying in character and being kind of the evil maniacal AI that she was, and that she was only like manipulating you. She wasn't manipulating you. She was manipulating Wheatley at this point in the game. Yeah. Not to mention she was still being mean. She kept calling you, like, she kept calling you an orphan. She kept calling you fat. Yeah, Yeah, by the end of the game, she deleted the good part of her and just kicked you out. Well, yeah. All right, well, look, I, I just... Here's here's what I this is where part of the problem comes in for me. Uh, did you do you know why Glados was uh, wasn't chastising and insulting you as much in Portal Two when uh, you she became potatoes? Um, there's actually a development story behind this. Potatoes. I'm pretty sure. Oh, well. Uh, maybe. The focus testers thought she was too mean. I don't know. Yes, exactly. The focus testers thought she was too mean. What? Okay, that, that is kind of dumb. I know. Wait. They thought that once GLaDOS had come with you, that she was going to be your ally. And they thought it was going to become a buddy cop game from there. And that just aggravates me that people actually thought 
that Portal 2 was going to become a buddy cop game. And that's kind of what it did become, essentially. I can see where you're coming from there. But yeah. I thought that uh, the situation GLaDOS was in, she basically, because she had already kind of become hu- part human, her human side really kicked in after the end of Portal 1. So she basically had the mentality of, I'm stuck here, I can't do anything, so I've at least got to get this chick to help me out, Chael to help me out, so uh, I can get I can get the facility back. Now, what I did like was their uh, integration of Carolyn. They did an, just a fantastic job with uh, yeah. the integration of Chell into uh, Aperture, uh, Shell, Shell, I don't know, into uh, Aperture Science itself. Now, uh, I might be spoiling this for some of you who haven't actually looked into this, but... Uh, we've already really spoiled this. Yeah, uh, we've spoiled like yeah. most of Portal 2 at this point. Put up a <laughs> yeah. spoiler warning, but... Uh, I am definitely... It's well, been out uh, since April, so... If people haven't played it at this point, then they're probably not going to anytime. People like JR? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're evil. I regret what I did, okay? <laughs> I <laughs> should have um, played it. Right, what I thought they did was really great was they put these they put little hidden uh, clues in about uh where where Shell came from and Shell's backstory backstory. Uh really? like at at the part with all the um with all the uh, potato battery projects. The really, really big one that goes like all the way uh <laughs> All the way uh, into like out of the out of the um, out of the room. That one has Shell's name on it. Like really, I didn't notice that. Oh, uh, I didn't notice that either. Yeah, it has it has Shell's name on it. So um, that so implies that she had more resources than most of the kids there. And um, if and the la- and remember the song at the end of the game. Uh, uh, what at the end of Portal not, Two? Not once you've gone, not want you gone, but uh, the song the right tur- before that. The, the turret one? opera. Yeah, the turret opera. That's if, oh, yeah. uh, when it's translated. Uh, it says uh, something relating to uh, "Goodbye, my love," which uh, and all these things kind of align together. And basically, uh, Chell, I'm gonna keep saying it like that, is the daughter of Cave Johnson and uh, Carolyn. Hmm. Huh. I didn't think about that. That's actually that's what, pretty that's legit theory. I thought yeah. this was genius. Like when all these stars aligned, I was like. Yes, they did that perfectly. Huh. Dang. You actually... You've opened my eyes up way big to Portal. It's just as big as as that comic uh, I posted on Twitter with uh, where the companion cubes were actually just... There were dead people inside of them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Your brother inside of them. Here are the lyrics to not dead people, but the, your brother inside them, and then, and then when you finish the companion cube test and put it in a fire, you kill it. The person in there. I don't know. I I didn't feel the same connection with the companion cube like a lot of people seem to. Have I don't think anybody did. Most most people's connection with it is just one of those kind of joking. That, it's just one of those memes that started. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, you- the cube, you monster. It's uh, like the cake is a lie. It's yeah. just like that. But uh, I'm I'm stealing it. I think I'm stealing something from Yahtzee again. Dang it! I'm I'm really sorry, Yahtzee. I steal a whole bunch of quotes from you, but the because he listens to this, the fan base. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> oh, just stole yeah. that from Yahtzee. I did. But, I stole yes, that is a did. direct quote. 
But, but yes, the worst part of Portal is the a really man, overly obsessive fan. Oh, God, <laughs> just shut up. You're ruining it for everyone. But, um, one thing about Portal 1 that I like better than Portal 2 that a lot of people disagree with me with is, uh, the credit song. I didn't like that better than Portal 1 at all, but I still love the song. Yeah. I like yeah, it better the song, than the first Portal. The song is I cannot say that. Portal 1's song was so good. I, I just, I felt like Want You Gone. It was a good I might song. Just, but I, I might just like, be, it might just be a bias here because I listen to Still Alive so much that I eventually just hated it. Well, yeah, I got incredibly burned out on it. I mean, for still me, alive the difference is, so well. yeah, still alive. I, after listening to that, I was like, what? I was laughing my head off because I was not expecting that at all. I, I managed to stay away from every single portal spoiler there was. So I was able to experience the game in its whole. So I heard, uh, I heard what, uh, not what you I heard still alive and I was like, what? I actually went back, replayed the entire boss battle just to hear the song, and I wrote down all the lyrics. <laughs> I, I just wanted to know that song, and it was so great. Uh, yeah, I kind of did that too. I didn't write the lyrics down, but I think I most stayed away from most Portal spoilers and played it just on my own. I beat it, and then Still Alive came on, and I, had no, I was not expecting it. I had no. I don't think anyone was expecting it who uh, hadn't had the game yeah. spoiled for them, which is why it was so great. Every, actually, everything about yeah. the game is just it surprised you to the point of this game is fantastic. Like I, think, I don't think anyone was, was anyone was expecting such um, such a darkly humorous, uh, incredibly fun and innovative game to play from kind of this add-on to the orange box. I. That might be that might be one thing like one Yeah, when you were when you played the first portal, you had the ending song spoiled for you, didn't you? Uh, you had kn- you had known the ending song was there, right? I had known about most of the big jokes and most and I had actually listened to the song beforehand. I think because I wasn't planning on playing it before for some reason. I don't know. And but, that's probably why you think Portal Two is better. But yeah, I'll that's what I was trying to say. That might be one by one small bias. Um, that makes me think Portal Two was better because I avoided most of Portal Two's jokes. Like I played Portal Two ridiculously. Days. The only two jokes, like I didn't know about the song at all, and the only two jokes that I had known of was the lemon joke and the space joke. Well, those would be games uh, you those mean. Those are two of the biggest so. jokes. I know, but still, there were. So That's many... why they're so overused. They're two of the I biggest didn't know jokes. Any story. I didn't know I, any uh... story spoilers. I didn't know any what happened with Glados. I didn't know like any of the other jokes, which were also great. One of the, I saw I saw this somewhere. I don't remember where I saw it, uh, but it was it was like a joking uh, um, Matt Wolpaw. What was his name? Uh, Wolpaw, whatever his name is. Uh, the the lead writer said, "We're not going to have any memes in Portal Two." Space. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to have any memes in Portal. You can't control that kind of thing if you're going to. Yeah, make memes it. just like, here. Uh, yeah, like in Deus Ex. That uh, I never asked for this. Came out of nowhere. Or the. Uh, you're probably gonna have to bleep me out on this, but the well shit. 
What was that from? The, uh, oh, what was her name? The oh, yeah. The racist, lady. uh... I haven't oh, played the game, and I know about that lady. Uh, oh. Because it got so much controversy for some reason. It's not controversial. It's just really, really stupid. <laughs> it's dumb, yes. Oh, uh, like the you are failing. That has to be a meme. Yeah, Red Skull. It's That's only... actually trying so hard to be a meme that I don't think yeah. it's going to become a meme. People want trying that to be a meme so, so hard. <laughs> you just got to make a picture and it's a meme. It seems like uh, <laughs> Valve is pretty bad at guessing what from their game is going to be a meme because I remember reading like in a cover story for Portal 2, they were like, yeah, at the end of the game, there's like, this giant loop that falls down uh, right in front of your character while you're laying outside of Aperture, and um, they were like, we expected that to become a pretty big internet phenomenon. They were going to call it Hoopy, but then everyone ignored it completely. Um, I don't even understand why that would be a meme. This is apparently the development team really liked it. They were, they they enjoyed calling it Hoopy, and they were like preparing to like make a bunch of merchandise for it in case it caught on, and it never did. One thing. That one of the things I really loved for just because it was so random and I wasn't expecting it at all. One of the things that I really loved was um at the very end of Portal Two, you finish the bo- you finish the game by shooting a portal at the moon. Yeah, that was the great. They kind of broke everything with that one. It was still. I really didn't cool. understand. How it happened, but yeah, how the portal. Well, I mean, um, it basically like it builds it up to uh, anything with a white surface can have a portal on it. Yeah, that's also the yeah. moon rocks. That's what the white gel was made of, and that's how you. That's that's what you learned. Uh, oh. Portal substance was so. Oh okay. So that's why it's like dying of nine different types of cancers. Because of handling the space stuff. But, uh... I just wasn't expecting it at all. Yeah, no one was expecting it. The sort of slow realization that I had to shoot a portal at the freaking moon was awesome. Yeah, I love it. I I sat there for like two seconds and was like, Yes, I get to shoot a portal to the freaking moon. I know. I said, I literally thought about it for two seconds and I was like, Yep. (laughs) I'm doing this. I sat there for like an... Like, yeah, two seconds. And when I realized it, I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, that's pretty much how everyone was. I will will say this. I loved how they just threw a whole bunch of kind of random elements that have no correlation to each other in Portal 2 and made them work within the story. Yeah. (laughs) The moon thing, that kind of... The moon rocks, those come out of nowhere and they tie directly into the story. The... Just kind of everything. The lemons. The, well, those go out of nowhere and they kind of stay there, but. <laughs> yeah, those are, those are really out of nowhere. <laughs> I, I I will say this. The random factor in Portal 2 was much better. Um, yeah. But yeah, we talked about this on, that, uh, on the spoiler episode. Um, the moon Which thing to, was. I had to back out. Because I wasn't wanting any spoilers, because I knew I would play it at some point. <laughs> the moon thing is so out of nowhere and awesome that it just definitely stays in your head. I know. I will never forget that. Ever. That will be yeah, one of the most memorable sparkle. gaming moments for me. 
That I great. think that Portal 2 managed to be uh, one of my favorite endings. Uh, it's easily going to be, like, right up there with Bastion for my favorite endings of the year. Uh, I haven't played yeah. Bastion, actually. Yeah, but I really think that more people need to play Bastion. I played the demo, and I didn't really dig it that much. The art style yeah. was cool. I like the Braidish yeah. art style, but the gameplay just was kind of boring. I played the demo, too. The narrator was awesome. And yeah, the narrator. His it, voice is awesome. And it did look awesome. cool, but yeah. the gameplay just felt like it would get repetitive for me it after does. a while. They throw new weapons at you all the time. They give you new... They give you new gameplay scenarios. I mean, even within the just mm-hmm. fill everything on screen. It's not It's not like huge things like, oh, you have a different gameplay mechanic every single level, but I think yeah. that I think that you should definitely give it another shot because that that it had Skyrim not be coming out this year, that might be my favorite game of the year. Um, Scrim. I think Portal was my game of the year until Arkham City came out. I haven't even beat Arkham City yet, and I already know it's my game of the year so far. So Mass Effect Two wasn't your game? Uh, that was last year. Yeah, that came out last year. Well, technically, the PS3 version came out this year. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm thinking about and it. And I didn't play Mass Effect until the summer of this year, but... Um, Ouch. I played the first one, like, directly, like, a few weeks before the second one releasing. I, there was just so much hype around it. I had played it in 2007, and I bought it, and I, my two choices was Bioshock or Mass Effect. Wow, that's so I went with Mass Effect ever. Even though it's really difficult to choose between the two for me, that is like yeah, and <laughs> that's I, like I choosing. Did, but I uh, I still need to get around to Bioshock. That's on the I, long list. I had rented Bioshock. You need to before. Stop. Okay, this, I I know I already told you to stop talking and play Chrono Trigger, but you haven't played Bioshock. No. Wow. But I keep hearing so many great things about it, though, so really I know I have to get to it at some point. But have you stayed away from spoilers? Have you stayed away from spoilers? Yes. Like, I'm pretty okay, sure. Then. I don't know. That, and I you're don't going to love Bioshock. I don't because remember anything significant or anything. So. Is love how I mentioned Bioshock. The story and atmosphere of Bioshock is the very best the part of it. atmosphere is easily the best. It's pretty much the best atmosphere of of any game of this console generation, in my opinion. Well, remember, it got a 10, so... Yeah, a freaking 10. The reason. <laughs> the boss battle uh, kind of happens in a lot of games recently. But, uh, Final boss battle, anyway. Yeah. Let me go back to what I was With saying. Infinite coming out, I have this feeling <laughs> that when Infinite's launch comes closer, I'll just be wanting to buy Bioshock, so I may actually get around to it when that happens. It's only yeah. it's less than twenty. Don't play Bioshock right Two. You can skip Bioshock oh, Two. I know. Plan by all means. I still think Bioshock Two is worth playing. No, I, well, I no. don't think it's. I I despise Bioshock Two. Most unnecessary. Is it because you died a lot? Look, was Bioshock Two created by the original developers? No, no, not not really. Count it. Other team. They're making the new XCOM, so I hate them even more. <laughs> Well, but I, um, game Infinite, game Infinite does look very good. Looks, fantastic. I can't wait for Infinite. They did such a great job, and this is this is one of my favorite kinds of sequels. The sequel that takes place kind of in the same universe, but not really. That doesn't really share any characters. That only is correlated by name. Why do I keep saying correlation? 
I need to stop. Well, it's the same kind of concept, you know, city in the sky rather than yeah. the ocean. So, But they can do a lot more with city in the sky. So that's why it's kind of named that. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, So I'll probably end up buying it. Close you guys didn't like the little sister part Bi- in Bioshock 2, though? Um, I, I will be honest. I played the first five minutes of Bioshock 2, and I was like, no, I am not playing any further. Um, wow. I, I would not enjoy it. I will completely ignore your opinion on it. Because they did Bioshock Bioshock singular game did not need any more sequels. I like how we are really yeah, overlapping each other here. <laughs> yes. I am so sorry. All right, I'm done talking for a second. Okay, so I really actually kind of enjoy Bioshock 2. Get out! Get out now! But I no. definitely don't think that it's comparable to the original Bioshock. Well, yeah. it's only comparable they're because they're almost the exact same game. Yeah, That's the biggest I, problem. It's the exact same game. I don't know. I think that the way that I think of Bioshock 2 is that I think of it much more um, definitely not yeah. dark. In Bioshock they done I think of more so much. of a much more almost cinematic experience. With Bioshock 2, it was more like it was just fun to play and that was about it. Like the whole like you gotta like scrap mm-hmm. your ammo, you know, you kinda like gotta save up and it was, save it for your encounters it was, and such. So I thought that was a lot of fun. But I only it was just it, tough to. St- I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> it, I played it once and then I was done with Bioshock One. I I've probably played like three or four times. So. Yeah, I think Bioshock the first one had an awesome atmosphere and story, interesting backstory. The second one was, I mean, if the second one was its own, if the second one had come out first, I guess, then it would have been good. But with the first one, especially Still, carrying that name, it's. Because the gameplay in Bioshock is definitely not the best part, in my opinion. Yeah. It's still oh. really darn good. I love the gameplay in Bioshock. It was okay, but uh, personally, it's definitely not my favorite. Especially for a shooter, it's not as solid as, say, something like Halo or Call of Duty oh, or something. Shut Speaking oh. of Halo... It's not I Halo. I don't want to... Halo is like its own... Halo is like its own subgenre of shooter. Okay, oh, well, like, point out that we've gone from uh, like Batman to DS games to Portal and now Bioshock. Yeah, well, well that's we went in does that's first, actually, and now we're good guys. Getting off topic. Welcome we, to we GIOR. We were talking about Game of the Year, and I told Emory why. Mass Effect, or asked him why Mass Effect 2 was his game of the year, or asked him if it was. Anyway, I had the choice between Bioshock and Mass Effect, and I had rented and played a maybe halfway of Bioshock. So I didn't have the urge to buy Bioshock because I knew it was going to be over within, you know, like a few hours. That makes sense. So I ended up getting Mass Effect and completely hating it. Wow. What? Yeah. I am yep. very Get out. You get out. I, I was completely bored. What? I'm sorry. Very boring. I, this I, was, I was about to I'm hear not... you out and be like, okay, well, I didn't enjoy the story, and I thought I thought the characters were a bit dull, and the combat was boring, but you I thought it was I didn't, just boring? Get out. Yes. Get out. Boring. I thought it was I'm choppy. Being the gameplay, because I've already, I've already butchered him for this. 
and like one of my favorite one of my favorite games of all time. Mass Effect Two is one of my favorite games of all time. Anyway, I only went to the Citadel and got completely lost. And I think that's I what most up. people do. Once you get past the Citadel, it's it picks up a I lot. Was, one time, uh, one time I got stuck on a loading screen, and because the loading screens were so long in that game, uh, my Xbox froze on a loading screen. So I had no idea that my Xbox had frozen because there was no indication that the game was loading or not loading. So I sat yeah. there for at least a good half hour before. Jojiba's <laughs> 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 laugh. That, that was my, that was my story. Um, anyway, back to hating Matt. How did you what? Yeah, I wasn't a big fan. It just kind of came you off. You said cliche. that you played both, though, right? Yeah. Like, I, what? I, I, let me no, like, get to my point. Anyway, this was in 2007, okay? This is when the game first came out. I was expecting, you know, a. I saw footage of it being a first-person shooter in 2005, oh, I would say. Oh, way back. Yes. So it looked really interesting because the worlds was in first-person it was kind of talking about how deep and the worlds were going to be in the atmosphere of the worlds. And so I was kind of expecting something a little more fast-paced and not so story Have you played a Bioware game before? No. That, not at that point. Therein lies the problem. You see, uh, Bioware, when they try and make action games, hint, hint, Dragon Age 2, they generally don't come out very well. <laughs> no, but... Uh, Speaking of Dragon anyway, Age 2... Anyway, I thought the gameplay... Uh, <sighs> really? Um, Can I finish? <laughs> if you want. Anyway I, anyway, I decided to pick it up before the release of Mass Effect 2, and I would say it took me... I told myself I'd push my... I would push myself through the whole game and finish it to fully realize why everybody was loving it so much. Because it was so... Boring at first. Well, did you do it? And yeah, I did do it. Of course. I mean, I'm a big fan of it now. I can actually sit through it and not be bored. But uh, okay. anyway, before the the first maybe three weeks, it was going to be close to the, the release of Mass Effect Two, so I had plenty of time to finish it before it. And I was looking at the magazines. The Game Informer magazine, just looking at the pictures, it looked like it was getting, you know, just really awesome looking, so. Uh, anyway, it took me maybe, I would say, you know the Thorian plant? Yeah. Oh, God. I think that's when I realized how good the story was getting, and I would say that would be maybe five, ten hours in it that I've kind of realized. sort of Mass Effect history is so complicated. And I hate <laughs> it, too. I regret what I did. I, uh... And so, I got yeah, Mass well, Effect 2. Well, at first you killed uh, someone from Bioware. I got Mass Effect 2 first because I didn't have a 360 at the uh, time uh, on PS3. That was this winter. I got Mass Effect 2 first. Then when I got a 360, I am now playing through Mass Effect 1, and I haven't hmm. played it for a while. Yeah, because man, I was... it's hard for me to get through a game when I already know what's going to happen. <laughs> well, we all kind of knew what was going to happen at the end of Mass Effect One. I mean, well, I know this isn't, this isn't even a spoiler, but it, guess what? The humans win. <laughs> uh, I, don't know. I guess. Wait, they do? Just get kind of what? Boring. You mean 
the humans win? Oh, damn it! What is right, catchphrase. Catchphrase now. Catchphrase. The humans win? No, Elisha, you know yes. what to do. Oh, Say God. it. Ah, oh, you fail. Fail, Ray. No, I know what you meant, uh, Nightwing. Oh, I just ended my Shamland your ass. There we go. <laughs> Finally, it took you long That's enough. That's my catchphrase. Too That's late. But, uh, That's your catchphrase that you stole from Nostalgia Critic. I didn't steal that from Nostalgia Critic. Oh, yes, you did. He stole he it stole from it. me. <laughs> <laughs> I, um... So I yeah I beat Mass Effect two on PS three. Now I'm play- I'm still haven't beaten Mass the Mass Effect one. I need to get to that. Then I have to buy Mass Effect two again and beat that on three sixty. Ah, that's really not such a bad thing though. Awesome. Mass Effect three looks so awesome. But um, I cannot wait till Mass Effect three. Oh man, that's already my game of the year two thousand twelve. Yeah. I, I can't even say... I mean, even Bioshock Infinite, it's not Mass Effect 3. Mass Effect 1? Uh, unless um, unless Mass, Mass Effect so 3 much. just ends up sucking. Mass oh, Effect 1 is so buddy. It's, gonna be, it's just Dragon Age 2. Oh. <laughs> Go on, JR. Mass Effect 1 is so buggy. Yeah, I mean... It is. It's I encountered the only bugs. thing... I encountered like one or two bugs. Honestly... I think there's actually only one bug that really gets on my nerves, and that is I cannot, like, run properly. Like, I can sprint, like, hold down the A button and sprint, but I can't just tilt the analog stick all the way and move properly. I just walk unless I do it at a certain angle. So I have to be constantly sprinting almost all the time. It's annoying. The game's kind of sloppy in game. Texture popping. Yeah, and there's that. Oh god, I mean, texture popping. <laughs> texture popping. Yeah, I it's mean, definitely not as polished as the second game. It does not. It's. It doesn't feel like that professional of a game. Like it. Like what? What? Uh, what scores did it? I don't really care about scores that much. It got like a. I think the original has a 94 for a 360 on Metacritic. Honestly, when I honestly. The story is great. Which Talking this is, to characters is great. You, I honestly were, wouldn't give it that much. Maybe like a... You, a this was back in 2007 where all of this stuff was brand new and a really big deal. Um, with, uh... If you say so. With Mass Effect 2 coming and blowing everyone's minds and you playing that first. Yeah. Just like me true. playing Uncharted which is why, 2 first. Which is why I hate myself so much for doing that. I should not have done that. I should have just played the first one first. The first one first. The first I mean, one first. And that's yeah. usually my rule with video games, is playing the first game first in a series. But that's I my rule with time. everything. Well, everything. Don't worry, you get yeah. that. Like, I only make few, few exceptions. Like, with things that don't have no. much continuation between them. Which I have a sort of random question. Um... If you were recommending the Professor Layton games to somebody, would you recommend they start with The Last Spectre or Curious Village? Curious Village. That's what I think, too. Because it's just... The other games are so polished compared to Curious Village that it's hard to play. How, How is it polished? I don't understand that. It's a puzzle game. The puzzles are better? It's not the puzzles. It's the point-and-click aspect of it. 
And then, and then the puzzle is like the memos. So it plays more smoothly. And the robot. Yeah. It's polished, I guess. I so know. yeah, I need I really, travel systems polished. Honestly, I don't get it. So back to Mass Effect. At this point, I don't. I'm scared. I'm not. I, I'm scared. I'm not going to yeah. be able to make it to the Mass Effect 3's launch. At this um, point, mm-hmm. because I have not been playing it the first one lately, and then I have to then stop playing Halo 3. Yeah, jeez, man. <laughs> but achievements. I need achievements. Got, Are you really going to go through on Legendary? I started it. I beat the game the other night. I started Legendary last night. I'm going through it. You're, you're going yeah, through it all like, by yourself. Yes, all what? by myself. Why are I'm you... Sti- what? I'm still on level Why do you one hate yourself? I'm still on level yes. one and it is hard as heck. Why do you Not hate yourself? People. <laughs> I don't know why, but I... It is fun. It's it's almost like Demon Souls in a way because it's like every enemy you have to have yes. specific it's strategy. It's just like Demon Souls because Except the game you hates you. <laughs> no, because you have to have <laughs> specific strategy for every enemy, and once you figure out that strategy, then good to uh, go. Wait, strategy. Wait, 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 wait. Are we talking about strategy in Halo? Yes, we are. The I thought difference. that it was just run and gun. On it is when you play on the lower difficulties. Yes. Heroic, like which whatever. Heroic, yeah, that's the yeah. same thing. I do. Oh. I just ran ran and gun. I don't know what the lowest difficulty is. Ran and gun. That through heroic. Game for a baby. Just run, run and gun. gun. Just run and gun it. But hey, you really should be playing that with like two or four people. Well, I'm gonna yeah. do it too because I want all the I want the co-op solo slots in the campaign lobby. They have those slots for slow, solo and co-op. I want them both filled. Slots. Wow, you are. <laughs> so I'll be going through it twice: one with friends and one with, and ones without. Three oh, times yeah. you'll be going through it. Does this one have anything to do with achievements? <laughs> no, <laughs> it, half of it has to do with achievements because I only have to do it once on either. So yeah, but the slot. The other part does not have to do it. What, what's I the won't slot? be able. I don't know what else to call them. Like, there's this. Member badge, something. Are you gonna go for all a thousand achievement points and get oh, the yeah. katana? Oh yeah, I'm gonna do that. Um, good luck. With I'm that. gonna go through. I think some of those are online. All of the achievements. I think I'm missing about points. 50 gamer score to get the the katana. But yeah, yeah I, I think really I. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm moving this back a little bit, but I'm missing like, I'm missing one. I'm missing basically one achievement in Mass Effect Two. It's the sanity achievement because I don't play games on higher difficulty than normal. I l- than normal games are easy on normal these days. I just play them on normal. That's, that's the that's the default setting. I, I My default I setting is hard. That's normal's the default setting for me the first time. If I just want to play yeah. a game with the experience. But I do well, go, usually go back and play on a higher difficulty. For the I always, I always, always start off on hard. That then I, then I try to play through it again on like I super was, hard or whatever. If it, I'm like that with like Call of Duty. At the time, I was like that because they were way too easy on normal, and I just thought it would kind of enhance. With Call of Duty Black Ops, I started I started on hardened. Uh, with black I started on veterans on that. <laughs> wow. I I made it all the way inside the 
the part where they fire a rocket or a stinger at the the other rocket. <laughs> the, I can't remember one, that part. I'm playing. No, I'm, I'm trying to play through on Veteran right now, and uh, I'm freaking just completely stuck on the part right when you get out of that prison. Oh, well, I've made it past that. That part destroys me for some reason. Oh, wait till you get to knock. Oh, but um, the corridor <laughs> hallways. Oh my god, it's impossible. Man. Yeah, all the hallways and stuff. With Call of it's, Duty Four, I'm trying to play yeah, through that on Veteran. Of this conversation. I could do that one. I did that one and the second one. The second one was. Easy. I really want to get uh all the achievement points in Call of Duty Four. I've got like seven hundred of them. It's just really hard to do. Speaking of team achievements, I'm gonna go back to Halo Three real quick. Um, the uh, I'm glad that so many people are still playing Halo Three to the point that it's not hard at all to find a full uh, match. Um, oh no! Because then I can. You know, because there then I can some people get the achievements, the multiplayer achievements, pretty like yeah. much easier than most older games. Hmm. Um, if you want to boost achievements, uh, just go to like a really obscure country's uh, servers. Yeah. <laughs> and there are always people on that. I'm too lazy to boost, honestly. I'm too lazy to like get people together and boost. You're too lazy to earn achievements lazily. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> that takes laziness to an extra. <laughs> You're like a Snorlax. <laughs> hey, Pokemon! <laughs> Pokemon! Street comedy Pokemon. Street comedy. <laughs> Street <laughs> Pokemon. Cold Slapper Rain. Oh, yeah, what I was saying, um, Halo 3 on, Leg- on Legendary is almost like Demon Souls in that, like I said before, every other en- every enemy you need a specific strategy for. Only difference between the two games is that like for Halo Three, there, like you lose weapons when you run out of ammo, and that is bad when that happens. Yeah, because you are screwed if you don't have certain weapons. Um, jumping off of the Demon Artists. Souls things, uh, one mm-hmm. last one last topic I wanted to talk about uh is Dark Souls. I want that so bad, but I need to get I watched, Demon Souls first. I watched the Reiner and Bill video of that. I was sold I on wanna it. Punch, I want to punch people in the face for liking it. <laughs> Why? Why? I just hate it. Ugh, it just, it's a waste of time. No, it's not. Really. It is awesome. You just keep... <laughs> I'm sorry. When I have like over 12 games in my backlog I could be playing, I still haven't finished Infamous 2. That's just one You've got to finish Infamous 2. And then you have people go ranting and raving about Dark's... Souls, and that's going to take hours to beat. I want to play it, but I don't want to spend play game. you know hundred hours. Did playing you it. buy it? No, I then bought the first one. Don't don't buy Dark Souls. Well, I'm not. Okay. I'm then why do you hate it when people like it? They just hate the way they're just addicted to something so incredibly hard that just crushes them. Well, that is the group of people that I am a part of that love love yeah. difficult Don't games. Don't do that. You just hate life. <laughs> <laughs> we love difficulty in games. It is awesome. Oh, I'm not saying things like they have to be difficult, but 
think just those random. It's not stuff. random. It's fair. When you oh, you mean little little platforms you little step on and they'll spot you know throw an arrow in your back, like in Reiner and Phil. I saw that. <laughs> I think Dark Souls was the the original one. What was it called? Demon Souls, I guess. Yeah. Was really taking a chance because it was dependent on there being that fan base of people who wanted to play a game that was really difficult and it worked. Oh, the masochists. Yes. So, I mean, I really need you don't necessarily have to think that it's a waste of time or that it's pointless, mm. it's difficult. But there are people out there who yeah. love that, you know, like David, who want that, who like that difficulty. What a take that extra step. What. A, but like when the Reiner or Phil was going through the playthrough on the Reiner and Phil, uh, you know, those those are just trial and, trial and error points in in the level to where you like, oh, there was a trap there. Well, okay, that's the fun of the game. You can go through it again and then not. And oh in. yeah, you wasted fifteen minutes. Time to go back through. Well, if, if you, you want to get down like that, to it, video games are are a waste of time. I'm not. Ugh. It's just that you're going through the same thing over and over again. So? Again, have you played a video game before? <laughs> or any sports game whatsoever? Sports game. No, sports games can go to hell. <laughs> those are just stupid. I, I do not like sports games. Either. No. I will go out and play sports if I want to play sports. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, football, at least you have like strategy plans and that, but that's different. I remember I when I got NCAA... 07 for the Wii one time. I could just hail Mary and I could score each time. Because it was $5 and my dad wanted it. Oh. So we right. bought it and we played together and we would just hail Mary I, each time. I liked GoldenEye. Like seven Sorry to interrupt. I liked GoldenEye. What do you mean? On the Wii, I think. The, the N64? And no, the Wii version. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that that released. That's right. Oh, yeah, you that was a that? thing that came out. You paid $50 for that. Yeah. Uh, you know that was going to be like $30 in two months. Yeah, that's <laughs> the one bad part about it. But I did like uh, GoldenEye. Well, I, I totally avoided that because it was made by Activision, and it was uh, – it, it just seemed <laughs> like one of those things that it was a cash grab. Oh, everyone, go see his Michael's review of it. Uh, it's got the best tag ever. No, I edited I that. Thank you. Shut up! 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 So what did he say? You got shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! I'm not gonna stop until you don't say that. Okay. Yeah, I think we're okay. I uh, I won't. All right. I'm totally not lying. Oh well, we can record it later. People know now that you don't, since you don't want us to know. Ha ha ha! You said that your review is better than Tim's. <laughs> <laughs> was that it? Yeah, that, that was, was it. Why do you hate that so much? It, that was the equivalent of him whispering it in my ear and then me screaming it out to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a nerd rage moment. Rage. Because didn't Tim you know, give it like a six? Yes. What's that? No, the thing was. I still think uh, the game is better than Tim, Tim gave it credit for, but a lot of Game Informer's reviews for stuff like the Wii 
are held to standards of other consoles. That's one of the biggest problems with some of their Wii reviews. Okay, um, right. one review. I still have a problem that, with this. I cannot believe it. It's been like I think it was like this came out like two years ago, maybe. But I still have a problem with this. Um, they uh, there was a review for Metroid Prime Trilogy, uh, and the Ben Reeves gave it a nine. That it deserves like a yeah. nine point five, nine seven five, because that's three games, oh. all still looking great. One package, fifty dollars. Oh my, dude. What? No. <laughs> no. It's a nine. Come on, dude. Nine. It's resistance I, three I all over again. Uh, anyway, <laughs> actually, this is resistance three all over again because the second opinion was a seven. I think Dan gave that. Yeah, because <laughs> there was not? no game you could control, which I can see it was, was a either, I think it was Dan that gave the nine, maybe, but or the seven. It's one of the two. Actually, superior. I should get that out. Alright, but going back to what I was saying, they hold the Wii, like some of the Wii shooters up to stuff like Call of Duty uh, oh. and stuff like that. What's Which that? my biggest problem with, with that is that they're faulting the developers for the Wii's faults. They're faulting the developers for Nintendo's problem. Yes. Um, I don't get that. I mean, I mean, they can't pull off huge... I, incredibly huge stuff on the Wii just because it's not powerful no. enough. So well, holding it uh, to the standards of a Call of Duty game. Wrong. Well, wait a minute. Like the, I mean, conduit? I can see why they're problem? doing that. Um, not to interrupt. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I do this all the time. But I can actually see why they're doing that because instead of trying to make con- uh, experiences that are made on other consoles, they should be trying to do things that are tailored to the Wii. Things that the Wii can do or are specific like Mad to the World. Wii. Mad World was pretty fun. Yeah, Mad World Go great. Right. That was Platinum Games, and they were formerly... They, most of them formerly came yeah. over Studios, one of my favorite studios of all time. Possibly my favorite. Um, but they should be making experiences that are tailored to what they're creating, not trying to emulate something else. Okay, I can see where you're going, coming from from there. But I just think that wanting to see something huge on a console that can't do something huge... Because basically the Wii is last generation hardware. Oh, okay. It's just it's been last. <laughs> I I totally understand so where you're coming from with that one too. But at at the same time, uh, if let like let's say uh, well PSP is a good example. Like if you're trying to make a game that's made that was like made on console originally, and then you're porting it to the PSP, or you're making it uh, making another game in it from PSP. Okay, that's fine. But it's not going to be as good as the original. It's not going to play as well or anything. It's going to be a watered-down version, essentially. Most Don't forget, you're paying yeah. practically the same price for it, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Which I'm actually really curious to see what the GoldenEye Reloaded score is going to be. Uh, probably not very good, because it's still the same GoldenEye game. <laughs> I know it's that much, but uh, I'm... There are certain parts that uh, that c- could definitely be enhanced by a more powerful console. Like, there's one part where you're walking in, like, a nightclub, and the people are basically thin, no, cut out. Okay, all right. Are... <laughs> now we're with the spoilers. 
I mean, when did this game come out? The title of this podcast should just be spoilers. Yeah. Uh, it's not really a spoiler. There's just a so part where there are a bunch of people which are basically black paper cutouts. Which, <laughs> that's because the game is big, and it's too big for the Wii to handle a lot of things like that. So, yeah. That's just my biggest problem, is that... A lot of people seem to hold the Wii to a standard that it can't get to, so... Now, graphically, I would say that it's able to accomplish some pretty good things, because if anyone's played Galaxy, those look great. I've played Galaxy 2. those look fantastic. Gorgeous games. Those were made on the current technology, and Skyward Sword, it's looking gorgeous. That's what I mean by developers shouldn't be trying to do something that the the console can't handle, but rather something that yeah. it can handle. Yeah, well, that's what Nintendo's good at. Skyward, yeah, Nintendo's good awesome. at working with their hardware. Skyward Sword looks awesome. Not uh, because of the graphics. Just, uh, the filter. I cannot wait for that because of the Game Informer cover. Oh, man. Story. That cover man, story so much. sold me on the game so much. It's ridiculous. All right. Uh, it's, we've been gone here. for about two hours. We need to wrap up. Oh, we've got about six episodes worth of stuff now. Knocked on my door and said that we should start finishing up. My mom. Randomness. Yeah. Um. Keep so you just wasted two hours listening to Game for Online Radio episode twenty nine. I just want to say something real quick. What? We have only twenty one episodes until yeah. we get to fifty. <laughs> yep. yep. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Top notch math. Have me on as a guest because everybody loves me, right? <laughs> We're gonna get fifty cents. <laughs> We're gonna get fifty cents. And, and Nolan North. And Nolan North. Yeah. Good luck with that. We're gonna get no. We're gonna get Nolan North, and he's gonna voice all of us. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> no one North is going to be on the 50th episode. Only him. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yes. Like, <laughs> should we seriously well, try to do something for the 50th episode? We're yeah. gonna do something, obviously. I just don't know what. Yeah, we'll think possibly do. Actually, that's not we'll a bad idea. We'll think of something. I'm sure of it. Well, you obviously need to have me back. That yeah. was the time that I've guest hosted. Or we don't think of something, and then just we just have more of our randomness. We could pull we, like, we a, could... like a replay episode 100 and just not do anything. Just kind of. Like... <laughs> <laughs> we could just talk about something that's like uh, a really big thing in the games industry. That's it. That's all we're doing. <laughs> Well, that yep. would fail because we would just start. We don't. We just go off else. topic. But that would fail though because we would just get off off topic. I just said that. Oh. Like, thank you for stealing my joke. Hey guys, that would fail because we get off topic. Dude. All right. This has been Game Informer Online Radio episode twenty nine. We're done here. Goodbye. Goodbye. Next week is our Halloween episode. Uh, where we will do nothing. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yep. I'll be wearing a mask on that episode. So I mean even if we work like this audio.
was a long time ago, longer now than it seems, in a place that perhaps you've seen in your dreams. For the story that you are about to be told took place in the holiday worlds of old. Now, you probably wondered where holidays come from. If you haven't, I'd say it's time you begun. Spiders in my hair. This is Halloween. 